Welcome everyone to the Pantheon. I am Ray. I'm Evie. And Evie, what are we looking at today? Today, we are looking at... Falcon. Oh, Falcon and the Snowman. Sorry, dude. <laughs> no, not the Snowman. That's a different kind of movie. Winter Soldier. Yeah, it is. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, so, who would like to start? Mr. Barnes, why does Sam aggravate you? 15 seconds to drop. So what's our plan? Great. Superheroes cannot be allowed to exist. I have no intention to leave my work unfinished. The world's upside down right now. Where do we start? I have a plan. Oh, yeah? What is it? Is you ready? Here we go again, huh? We've been running hard on the job. Can't take that from us. Today we're looking at Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and I'm going to start off with episode three, prologue of this of this episode. We see high, highlights of episodes one and two. And uh, one of the things I like about uh, the highlights is that they're always going back to the sequence of when they're with the psychiatrist. And, and Bucky says to Sam, you know, why did you give up the shield? Because if Steve was wrong about you, then he's wrong about me. You know, and that's, that, tell, that says a lot. Because if he's wrong about Bucky, that means Bucky uh, can't be saved. He is a bad person. Steve did everything, you know, to say to, that he believed in Bucky, and and if Sam was wrong, then maybe there's no there's no redemption for uh, Bucky. Yeah. So that's what that 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 line is about, and it's it's kind of a heavy, heavy, heavy line if you break it down and construct break it break it down into its components. But okay, let's get into the actual. Uh, episode three. So it starts off with them going to see Zemo, and uh, because Zemo has history or uh, hatred towards the Avengers um, Bucky tells, the, tells Sam you wait outside I will talk to Zemo try to convince him to go my way because Zemo not only does he hate the Avengers he hates Hydra he hates the super soldier serum which is Captain America everything about the progress that destroyed Sokovia and his family um, he adhorns it totally so uh, Bucky goes in but keeping in mind that Bucky is the Winter Soldier and uh, so as soon as he walks into the into the cell the first three words that come out of Zemo's mouth is the words that that kind of puts the Manchurian candidate onto uh, Bucky to control him, and mm-hmm. and right away he understands. Oh no no, you know what? I'm sorry. You I I heard you kind of got deprogrammed, so what I'm saying doesn't work anymore. So I'll I'll back off. And then mm-hmm. they kind of like, uh, well we don't see it, but they orchestrate an, or a jailbreak for Zemo to get out. And that's a really mm-hmm. elaborate uh, escape plan. What I like about every episode is that every episode has one big giant like action sequence, and, that, sure. and the action sequence isn't, hasn't come yet. It's just an elaborate uh, setup for an escape. And uh, what we're seeing is how Zemo escapes prison on his own, which is really cool. Um, and mm-hmm. it's all done through a narration from Bucky on something that's of, of a traditional jailbreak that we've, that we've seen time and time again, whether it's prison break or some or face yeah. face off, or whatever. Like it's it's a really cool setup. So now we teaming up with um, Zemo, Bucky, and Sam because the only person who knows anything about Hydra who has the records and, st- and files of it was Zemo. And so they, he takes him to Mandrapur. Basically, Mandrapur is like the Shangri La of the criminal underworld. All things happen through at, at Mandrapur. Anything mm-hmm. like with this high tech like 
cyber crimes to gangs, affiliation, money laundering, um, all kinds of stuff. It's it's there. And, and uh, so they go see a person named Shelby. Uh, she is the uh, a proprietor of a place called the Brass Monkey, and she will and she knows what happens. Who has access to the Super Soldier Serum, or who can manufacture it? And then we get some names. Uh, we get the name of a chemist, and we get a name of who who uh, paid the chemist, and his name is the Power Broker. And the, mm-hmm. and then we have a chemist. His name is I believe it's pronounced Neville or Neville. Mm-hmm. And uh, Neville was, uh, he, he's able to crack the code that uh, Erskine's design. Erskine was the man who created the actual original super soldier serum. And he was able to s- decipher that. And that was through the blood of uh, Isaiah, Isaiah uh, Bradley. Now, you remember we spoke about this last time. Yeah. Uh, Isaiah Bradley, for those who remember, was uh, after, the fall, after uh, Captain America went to the ice, they experimented on other people. Mm-hmm. And uh, kind of like a hybrid, not perfect super serum, super soldier serum. Uh, Isaiah was one of the candidates who had success uh, becoming the next super mm-hmm. soldier. Uh, it was a black man who went to prison for 30 years. And during yeah. his time in prison, they took blood samples. And with the blood samples, even though there's an irreg- irregularities on it, uh, imperfections on it, they were able to extract the, uh, the this doctor, Neville, has able to extract the perfect compound, a solid compound. And he's able to create, like I think, 20 uh, vials of the serum yeah. in Mandrapur. And now, so what happened was uh, there was a girl named Carly uh, Morgenthal. She is the leader mm-hmm. of the Flag Smashers. Uh, and mm-hmm. I'll get into that what that means. So she stole the vials, the twenty vials that was just created uh, for the, from the mm-hmm. power broker, which was who's the person who's financing all this. And she escaped. She injected herself and a handful of her friends, who believed in her cause, and 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 they call themselves the the flag smashers. And they believe in unifying the the world rather than having multiple countries with different rules. We should all be like one nation. You know, mm-hmm. everyone's equal. So they so their 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 ideology is. It, it, I mean, there is some nobility in it, but their terrorism. So they, the way they do it, the actions, is um, with pain and suffering and blowing things up, just to do, you know. Uh, so it's it's kind of like a, it's an extremist uh, personality on something that where the the point of it is is based on something nice, but it's just twisted. We also meet Agent 13, Sharon Carter. Uh, we find out she's been in Mandarport all this time uh, because unlike Bucky and Sam, they weren't part, she wasn't pardoned, so she's been on the run for the last several years, and uh, she's been living in Mandarport. In order to survive, you have to join the underworld. So she's a mm-hmm. um, underground art dealer, antiquities broker, selling you know high-end art to the underworld, You know whether it's uh, Rembrandt or Monet, uh, making a killing of money. And uh, that's where she's been all this time. Uh, yeah. So she's able to deliver them to the chemist. They find the chemist, and the chemist tells them about uh, Carly Morgenthal. Tells about uh, the last contact was this, for the this woman in Lat- Lativia. Does that have you pronounce it? Think so. Right. Oh, Lati- sure. yeah, La- Lativia. Yeah, or Latavia. Latavia. Yeah. I, I said Lativia. I'm not sure. And um, and so they go. So with that information, the last time we see them, um, there's a the bounty on. Um, Zemo's head, and probably Winter Soldier because of what happened at the bar and uh, at Magic War. And so now the world knows that Zemo's out, and, the bou- and every assassin and bounty hunter is looking for Zemo uh, in exchange. So, uh, And this gets the wind of the Wakandans, because of course in, in Civil War, uh, uh, Zemo 
this you know sets off a bomb in the UN and killing the king kills he kills King T'Chaka. Want they want their pound of flesh too. So mm-hmm. uh, that's how the show ends. But like before we get to the ending, there's a couple things we should be noting of. Uh, two is uh, two things. One last time we see Sharon Carter when she separates from uh, Bucky and Sam is that there is a person that she speaks to. So she's not necessarily uh, who she claims to be. She may be working as a double agent. We're not sure. Second thing is. The cities in which we are uh, shown, which is, um, I guess it's Mandrapur and Lativia. Yeah. You know what these two cities represent? What's that? Okay, yeah, Lativia. Uh, that's the home of Dr. Doom. Oh. Dr. Doom is, is he, he rules Lativia. Uh, Lativia. I guess it's pronounced Lativia, right? Uh, I'm, I'm sorry for butchering it. Um, Anyway, so that's his country. That's it's somewhere. It's between Ser- it's north of Serbia, south of Hungary, and left of um, uh, Romania. So it's a little country between these three states, and it's a little country he he runs, and and that's where flag smashers are currently are, and that's where they go, uh, and that's uh, where uh, Sam, Bucky, and Zemo head off, and that's how we ended off, and that's where we see uh, Arioya, one of the high guards for Black Panther, trying locating Zemo. That's how the show ends. The second second place of note is Mandrapur. Now, Mandrapur is really well known because since 1988 because Chris Claremont, the guy who wrote, who actually took over for the X-Men back in the 80s, um, there was a, it was called issue one, called, it was called uh, Marvel's Presents issue one. It came out in 88 and Mandrapur was the first, was the first issue that, that, that uh, showcased Mandrapur. And there's a line that Zemo says when they get to the bridge between uh low port and high port when you come to mandrapur you can reinvent yourself to whoever you want to be and that's important because um the mandrapur represents one particular character a, a character who had several identities in his life and that's james howlett howlett and uh and in, in james howlett when he was in mandrapur was the character named patch that's the new that's the name he went by Rather than than his uh, that rather than the name that people knew him by, and he was able to uh, get make connections with the criminal underworld and get much further than than any than he's ever gone before, uh, learning about the criminal underworld, making connections, finding out what was going on, and that was through Mandrapur as the character of Patch. Now, you might you may ask yourself, well, who's James Howlett? Well, James Howlett, do you know who that is? By any chance? No. That's Wolverine. No. So, oh, okay. So Wolverine, oh, yeah. yeah, Wolverine. Uh, that's when we get the introduction to that character, and he's been mm-hmm. known various names, but like that was the name he went by. So people were thinking, well, we'll, we'll see Wolverine in somewhere in the background. So we didn't get that, and if we did, it's an Easter egg that I have not seen yet. That is something to look forward to. That's kind of exciting. All right. Uh, so those are the two big things to note: the cities, and mm-hmm. of course, Agent Thirteen, and and now we're ending off with the uh, Wakandans. So, Evie, uh, what does episode four lead us into? Episode four uh, leaves us uh, into they're still looking for what do you call it, serum? Yep, the serum. That's right. Oh, I, yeah, I, I should mention too, uh, there's also looking for the serum is uh, John, uh, John Walker. Uh, John Walker, agent, uh, yeah, U.S. I, agent and Battlestar. Uh, yeah, you know, and the one in episode three, the only time we see him is uh, he's with this government government agency, and he's been trying to locate the um, uh, uh, flag smashers, and they don't respect him. And he actually he actually got spit on at one point. 
So yeah, exactly. even though he's taking over the moniker of Captain America, they know who I am. They don't care. He's uh, he hasn't really earned the stri- stars and stripes yet. Sorry. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, so they're searching for the serum, the the elixir mm-hmm. for like um what's um uh, left of it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, um you know so you're there wondering what's gonna happen, and I won't say, but. Uh, there's a huge fight at the end. Yep. So you're shocked at the end because something happens. Okay. Well, they uh, sorry. We'll, talk about. Okay. Well, they get. Okay. So let's have, let's break that down a little bit better. Okay. So you know that U.S. agent and Battlestar they're looking for the flag smashers. So they yeah. they're slowly catching up with Bucky and uh, Sam because they go they go to um, Madripoor. They find the, the laboratory that the scientist, the chemist was, was, was yeah, trying yeah, to yeah. bring. And they actually were able to locate maybe a, what we think is the last vial that he was working on from the super soldier serum. So we don't know if he took the serum himself because, you know, if you take the serum, your whatever your your behavior is, is amplified, you know, like, right. like with the Captain America, because he came across as a weakling, he respected those with power because he never, he never had it. And if the Red yeah. Skull, he had power. He was obsessed with getting power and greed and, and, and control. So it amplified his ability to become more aggressive. Whereas with yeah. Steve, he kind of respected it. He understood it um, yeah. because he never had it. And therefore, when he became Captain America, he's able to like respect and control his abilities because he wasn't corrupted in any way. He never had right. it. So when you take the serum, it amplifies your um, your your your, your your, I guess your darker selves, you know, it, mm-hmm. whatever, whatever your issues are, it's magnified. So if you're, if you have, if you're overconfident or if you're um, uh, aggressively, you know, seeking or lacking and you're, you're envious or whatever it is, uh, that part of you is amplified tenfold, you know? Right, exactly. So if, so I'm assuming we don't know, I don't know if we're, it's shown to you or not, if uh, John Walker takes this serum or not, but a, a certain events take place that triggers him to go off the deep end, and mm. the final moments is something that that is, as you were mentioned too, horrific that that you want yeah. to hold off to. Now, in the okay. grand scheme of it, we, we're not talking about episodes five and six yet; those are the finale. But this kind, of, if you watch this, this will get you in the mood to watch episode five and six because how it ends off is on a cliffhanger of something that really goes like deep south, like really bad. Mm. And, is that out yet? Oh, episode five and six. Yes, it's been out for quite some time. By the time okay. you see, by the time you watch our, this podcast, it's been out for six months at least. Gotcha. Cool. Uh, also, uh, just to put out too, uh, let's talk about the Wakandans. So Bucky meets Ayoa, and uh, and then of course they give him a deadline of eight hours to hand over Zemo. Correct. Right, right, yeah, yeah. Right, and when Zemo gets his hands on Bucky, he actually tries to go full out with trying to convert him into becoming his Winter Soldier, correct? Mm-hmm. So yeah. what happens there? What happens to Bucky? Because he could give away this part. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, they actually do give him away. I'm just... Uh. Uh, we find out, like, so Zemo tries to, to, to try and convert him, and then you realize... Uh, uh, Bucky's been playing all this time. He's actually cured of the uh, the control. Right, right, okay. Right. But he's he, but he's dragging him along to think he is, that he is mm-hmm. under control. And but because no one else is aware of that, uh, because the Wakandans, uh, you know, they they called him the White Wolf. They um, they freed him. They gave him a new mm-hmm. arm. 
right? But they thought, you know, they put a safeguard because, you know, they don't trust him 100%. I mean, yeah. he, he is the Winter Soldier. So they had a a, pat, a, a safe word. So, you know, cause, because they didn't trust him, uh, Ioya said, said the word and the arm falls right off. Yeah. You know, so um, as a safeguard, because he, if he's if he's a loose candidate, if he's a Manchurian candidate, he can't have someone this this dangerous walking no. the earth. So uh, it's interesting how that sets up. And, uh, and of course, and well, ultimately, this leads to John Walker and where that goes and where Zemo, uh, where, mm-hmm. where does Zemo uh, stand with the, with the Wakandas? Does he escape? Is he still on the run? Where is he? Because uh, one of the iconic images of Baron Zemo is that purple mask he wears. And yeah. we get a glimpse of his madness and his ability to take it to the next level when we get to mm-hmm. episode three. He, uh, with a single shot, he blows up a gas line. He takes out some guys. Yeah. So he has a, even though he seems very calm and militarily precise and rational, uh, once that mask comes on, the more radical side exists. It's like his, um, it's like kind of like a secret identity where he's able to, his true self come out will come out right. when he wears that on. So uh, we get a taste of that here. Uh, we don't know where we're going to go in episode five and six. And it's only mm-hmm. a six episode arc. So it is, it's amazing. And we don't even know what happens to Battlestar, who's the psychic. He's like the Falcon to uh, the U.S. agent. Right. I call him the U.S. agent because that's what he actually ends up becoming. The new, that's the new Captain America, John Walker. I didn't want to say Johnny Walker, but that's kind of, that's not the right thing. It's not called that right. much. So, um, Overall, what are your thoughts on this? Well, something's going to happen. You know, stuff is building, yep. you know, because of, um, I guess, the, um, yeah, uh, because of the Winter Soldier, you know. Yep. Stuff's going to happen, and wow. Yep. You know, I don't even want to bring it up because it's really that, you know, some, something really, really, yeah. Every everybody's gonna go wow after that. So yeah, okay. it's. Mm-hmm. Well, tell me, what do you think of? Because okay, uh, I don't remember this part. Like Carly Morgenthau, the the leader of uh, Flag Smashers. So what happens to her in episode four? Um, didn't she get? Um, didn't she get killed or something? Well, she witnesses her friend get killed. You yeah, know. friend get killed. Okay, right. yeah. You know, uh, yeah, she did. So, Right, so blocker. yeah, it's right, uh, and then like, that's kind of like how that's like the cliffhanger part is it when right. her friend gets killed, uh, and but she yeah. witnesses that and she knows that you know her her time is is limited, but like, um, but during that during that episode, I mean, they have that there's a discussion where she, where uh, the friend says, you know what, I'm a fan of Captain America. He says a couple of things, kind of like foreshadowing what's to happen, mm-hmm. um, but like over like anything else that we should we know about from from Carly, because in the comic books, for those who don't know. Um, in the comic books, the Flag Smasher was a guy, and his name was Carl Morgenthau, and his, his alias was Flag Smasher, and he, his belief was to unify the world as one nation. And in the, and in the series, Flag Smasher is, actually, is an actual group, and Carl Lee Morgenthau is a leader of that group. So that's where the divide is. But essentially, mm-hmm. it's the same concept, it's just that it's a, rather than one person, it's an actual a bunch of people doing that. And the person who indirectly created them is the person called the power broker, a person from behind, a guy, who, right. a guy who we don't know yet, uh, but he is the man behind the strings, who financed uh, the super soldier serum, who wants the serum back, and Carly has the remaining vials that exist in existence. Yeah. Okay. That's a good um, piece of piece of new knowledge. Cool. 
Yeah, lay it on you. Little, little, little science for you. Uh, so out of ten, every what would you give uh, Falcon and Winter Soldiers episodes three and four? Oh, um, maybe a nine point nine. Mm-hmm. I thought it was really good. I, I give this a nine out of ten, uh, only because like the action sequences were just amazing. I mean, the stuff with Sharon Card taking out all the assassins. Uh, yeah, you know, and you, you're just seeing um, Agent Walker just going off on the soldiers, like just the shield, yep. you know, and where that kind of ends off on, you know, you have the just the visual style of it is just amazing. It looks like you're you're watching a theatrical version of a movie, but the middle of a movie, like we're in, we're halfway through the film. So it's a little slower, but it's still the quality of it is just top notch, you know. Yeah, sure. Um, sure, yeah. amazing. And for a double feature, what would you give it for a double feature? I would say like the Terminator. Oh, really? Yeah, you know because uh, people fighting each other, mm-hmm. explosions, you know, um, in that trailer box or whatever. Right. Uh, where they go and yeah, it was amazing. You know. Um, I caught my eyes. I didn't even, you know, I stayed right on my couch, didn't go anywhere or whatever, whether I was hungry, thirsty or whatever. Well, I thought it was amazing. It tells a lot about you because usually if you lose if you lose interest, you kind of lose your train of thought when you're watching it and you're totally yeah. on board with this. You know, they're like Iron Fist. When you watch Iron Fist, you're like, I don't know what the hell I'm watching. This is like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm totally on board with this. So it says a lot that this is a really, you know, this is a riveting and it catches your attention and your focus. So... Yeah, exactly. Uh, for me, my double feature is Face Off. Oh. Because there's an okay. incredible jailbreak in episode three. Uh, they're pretending to be someone who they're not. And in, in this case, they're, they're pretending to be somebody who they're very close to that, that they can actually imitate or mimic. Mm-hmm. In the case of Bucky is playing Winter Soldier, even though he's not the character. So yeah. when he's fighting in the, uh, the bar, the Brass Monkey, he is ripping people apart as a Winter Soldier. He's playing the heavy. And he's trying all his... He's trying so far in the series to, to walk away from who he was. And so mm-hmm. he has to slip back into that persona. And he does it so well, you know? Yeah. That actually Sam had to put his hand on him to stop him, you know? Mm-hmm. To, to chill out. So, um, you know, there's double dealings in the works. So all the things from Face Off you have in here. And so I thought that is a really good compliment or good balance in terms of film that could go with this series. Like, it kind of gives you that same ebb and flow. Mm-hmm. You know, so I, that's what I like about that. And and we're, and at the end of soft to reach us, you can reach us at www.pantheonofm.com. It's a one-stop shop of all things the, the Pantheon of M. We have a link to all our audio portion of the podcast. If you want to hear a full-length version of our show, if you want to get a, an updated schedule to see what our show is going to be coming down the pipe, what shows we have lined up for the month, uh, we have a schedule up there, as well as giving you a, a complimentary or a companion piece or in-depth, further in-depth discussion of the topic we're at hand. In this case, uh, Falcon Winter Soldier, I do a weekly blog that kind of like summarizes what we just talked about or kind of gives a little bit more insight. So hopefully uh, you can follow that and see how we develop the story further. And so on that note, Evie, I am Ray. I'm Evie. We'll talk to you later. (laughs) 